Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I can't help but laugh watching Luis. I know. Um, a, a Portuguese version of Calvin Harris <laughs> on the wheels of steel. I think he could be better than Calvin <laughs> Harris, I'm telling you. He's got it. Uh, oh apologies, we weren't here last week. We had one or two technical issues. Are you ready to push your buttons? Are we going top five? Have you got your little jingle? Let's go. This is the Keys and Grey Top 5. <laughs> That's a good one, right? Um, well, I don't know if. Yeah, well, let's let's start at number one. Wow. Okay. Go, let's go straight in, and wow. then we'll dribble the rest. Okay. So we're going to the gold medal first. Yeah. We yes. Bielsa. Conte. Uh-huh. Guardiola. Uh-huh. Let me add Tuchel. Let me add Tuchel because the Lukaku situation I find fascinating. Uh-huh. Let's start with Bielsa. Right. What is, your mate's a Leeds fan, mm-hmm. what is the blind obsession that Leeds United fans have with Bielsa, which means that he is unique mm-hmm. in that he's almost beyond any kind of criticism from anybody that goes and watches their matches, beyond those who can't but are Leeds fans? I don't know. Uh, they obviously, uh, by getting them up, bottom lots of kudos the first season up I think they entertained us all mm-hmm. uh, they didn't look in danger of going down they scored 50 they conceded 50 it was one of those kind of seasons where they won 10 they lost 10 and and brew 18 something like that you know they were that kind of team but they were exciting to watch and they were different um, since then it's it's kind of been a a downward spiral a little bit like when Klopp came in and, and worked his team the first season and he felt by January they had gone we know Bielsa allegedly works his team harder than most coaches and it's bound to take an effect and doing the same thing same thing week after week day after day at the same intensity can have an effect on the players if mm. they've been there three, four, five, six years which some of them have but as for fans I say to my mate Carl uh, who, who obviously lives in Harrogate massive Leeds fan I keep saying to him and I said at the beginning of the season, you need a good season, your boss is under pressure. No, no, he's not under pressure. And then I texted him the other day when they <laughs> lost at United in the 18, and I went, that wasn't good, mate. A bit open and all that after 2-2. Two, two. No, no, it's the way we play. And then I texted him again after Liverpool. I said, not great, that fella. 
and Cal went, don't worry, Andy, we'll stay up. We're recording Friday morning. There yeah. is a, a, a formula this weekend that could see Everton in the drop yeah, zone by the time they play City. And and will, by the way, at the end of that game, still be in the drop zone. Yeah, sadly, with Leeds on the same number of points just outside. Yeah, That's serious. That's that magic. generally brings about a change. Everton have made theirs, yeah. and, and they, these are not problems that, that Frank Lampard has created. He's nope. inherited them. Nope. But you see, as far as coaching goes, you've done that. You had a, a short mm. period back. You've worked with some mm -hmm. of the very best. I don't understand how you can be as bad as you were against Manchester United, 10 minutes aside. Defensively. Yes. Well, two minutes yes. aside. So yeah, two, okay, two, two minutes, minutes aside. And then go so naively mm -hmm. to Liverpool who are awesome. Mm -hmm. And we sat ahead of that game and I said to you, this could be anything tonight. Mm -hmm. Six. Mm -hmm. and, and the way they were scoring them, yeah. Leeds were frighteningly open. So what is it that, that people are convinced about that Bielsa is a top coach when I haven't been anywhere near professional football no. but can see mm -hmm. you've got to do something about this. Yeah. That, that, that to me is not good coaching. It's naive. It's almost... Yes. St stubborn stupidity. Well, stu it could be stubbornness, Keezy. It could be stubbornness in, in many ways. He he has a philosophy. It's a high intensity, some, sometimes nearly all the time, man for man, uh, ideal about football, and that's it. Now, that's fine. That's fine if you're in another league. But in the Premier League, no, I'm sorry. The league finds you out. And it's found Leeds out. The league has found Leeds out. Yes, Leeds will win games this season going forward. Of course they will. They'll have good days. But the way that they've been dismissed by the two, two well, not even the two best teams, Manchester United are hardly one of the best teams at the moment, um, although they're up there, but they're hardly bowling people over on a regular basis. Mm. But the way that they got back to 2-2, two -two, and fortuitously probably got back to 2-2 two -two with the first goal, and then I'm thinking, OK, well, just for 10 minutes, just shut up shop, you know, take it easy, what... Make life difficult. If it's a point, it's a point. It's a good one against United because we were 2-0 down. But it's the way they continue this way of playing that United just picked them off. I mean, when Fred, in greatest of respect, well, I'm not going to say that because you'll say yeah. that means no respect <laughs> at all. But when Fred does what it. he does, right, yeah. and he scores that goal and he's allowed to play and pass and there's wide open spaces all over the place and I'm looking and at And it's them. come from a really naive yes. ball from Correct. the centre-back in the first place. Correct. And it's cut out and they're, they're, they're down a man. And as soon as Fred loses his marker, he's in, smashes in goal, and then they get the third, the fourth one and the game's gone. I, I don't understand it. I, I really don't. And that doesn't, you're right, that doesn't make great coaching. But how, how, how we must be wrong. And I say we must be wrong. No, we're not. Everybody in Europe seems to think Bielsa was voted the second best coach in the world if, last year. If or the year before. he'd gone to Liverpool yeah. and come away with a goalless draw. Yeah. I would say, wow. Yes. In those, in those two days, tactically that was great. he got that right. You shut up shop, you played defensively, you didn't do anything to it. But that's what I'm saying about him. He conceded six. They get they conceded four, and they've conceded 50, I remember. Going into this game against Liverpool, they'd conceded 50. 46 before they played United, four against United, shipped four, could have shipped Just more than four. So you're thinking, okay, 
we might be a little bit more defensive. See, you two central midfield players are you midfield. Don't you bomb forward too much today. Just sit behind the ball. Yeah. Protect the back four a little bit. If we get a one 0 sneak a one 0 fantastic. If we get a one one, great. If we get a nil 0 brilliant. But let's not get beat six 0 You'd prob- you'd be saying that to yourself. What's the first thing Roy Hodgson did at Watford? Yeah, I know. He got a nil nil. A nil nil. Yeah. Now he might not have the tools to keep them up, but he's going to dig results as mm-hmm. best he can. Yeah. Okay. You know, four conceded against Palace midweek, not great, but no, but they went but to Villa and won one. He doesn't one have the same reputation. No, 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 as, no as, chance. As Bielsa, no. <laughs> I just don't understand. If that was a, you know, a British coach at Leeds right now, would be under enormous yes, pressure, huge pressure, massive pressure. Now I don't know what what, what he does, and, and I'm not so sure why uh, the, the other coaches of the world, the the, the Guardiola's and the likes. Um, hold this guy up with such reverence because I mean I I, I don't think he's won much in, in club football well, uh, he hasn't no that's what I'm saying but yet he has this reputation now he might well be a great coach right well he might be a great coach of players in, in that what respect but that doesn't make him a great um, winner of football matches I've known great coaches Richard that couldn't take a team Right, because it wasn't their bag. They they coached footballers. He might be a great coach of footballers, but is he a great uh, tactician? Is he a great uh, manipulator of players? Well, that's his job. Well, no, it's, it is his job, but he's not doing it very well. No, and 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 li- listen, I, I mean, it may be that Leeds are right, and and by standing yeah. by their man, they ultimately get what they want out of this season, which will only be survival. There's nothing else in it. Um, no, there so, is no. So, I mean, it's a massive game for them this weekend. By the, by the time this, I mean, they're playing. Uh, uh, Tottenham this weekend at Elland Road it's a massive game uh, we'll, for them we'll come on to Tottenham uh, uh, Harry Winks our guest and we will talk shortly but th- th- just before we leave Leeds um, they called for temporary substitutions in the wake of the Robin Cock head injury mm-hmm. now they're right mm-hmm. that's what we need football has to yes. adapt to modern thinking absolutely. about head injuries absolutely but <laughs> Leeds let their player down Badly, they did. by not taking him off they did. immediately that he picked up that head injury. They did. Our substitution protocol at the minute means they, they could have put one on and still had three changes to make. It, it, it wasn't temporary substitutions that, that, that brought about this situation. No. It was Leeds' failure to act although when they, they saw they, one of their players they're, 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 with a nasty head injury yeah. and they should have taken him straight out. They, I mean, their, their reasoning was that they followed all protocols. No, they didn't. I know that's what they're saying, though. And, they felt, and he felt, Bielsa, it was just the cut in the blood that was causing the problem. He should know better than that. But he shouldn't know. It's not his job to well, know. Well, it's not mine, but no, I do. But it's not his job. He's got people there who should be saying to him, listen, Gaffer, he needs he to has. come off. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, I agree. Concussion rules, not fit for purpose, and nope. it does need changing. Um, Tuchel and Lukaku. Take yourself back, I think, six weeks. Mm-hmm. Lukaku did an interview for Italian television mm-hmm. and um, suggested he was unhappy in London, yeah. missed his mates. I didn't have a big problem with it. No, me. I, I, I said to you at the time, if I was Tuchel that weekend, I would have put him into, the, in, 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 into my starting eleven. and mm-hmm. I said, listen, you owe me. Mm-hmm. Go and get me a couple of goals. Yeah. Took him out and he hasn't been the same since. No. Seven touches of the football last week. Mm. Didn't play midweek. No. In taking him out of the firing line, initially, has he done more harm than good? Would it have been better just to say, get yourself out there and go and score some goals? Listen, I said to you at the time, um, exactly what you just said. If it had if been me, I would not have been saying to Romelu Lukaku, 
uh, I'm going to criticise you. I'm going to leave you out of the team. I'd have put my arm around and said, come here, big man. Listen, I'll tell you what. Might not have been the best thing you've done, you know, and you might have to make up a few things with the fans. I said, see this week, you're in the team. You're first pick, right? You're playing. Come on, go and show them. Mm. Go and get a couple of goals and say, right, sorry, forgiven, blah. And he didn't do that, which was a strange one for me. Now, I don't know whether Tuchel's given up on him, right? I don't know. I don't know whether Tuchel, mm. having got him, has looked at him and he said, no, nah, he's not my centre forward. He's not what I want. Now, that might sound strange when you saw what he did at, at, in, Russia, in uh, Italy. But they play differently in Italy, or Conti's team played differently in Italy to the, the way Tuchel's team play. Tuchel's team play a very much high press, very much in your face, very much always movement. Lukaku was very much the opposite. He was playing in a team that counter-attacked, that, that broke in, on transition, and he was the man who spun in behind and made runs. So he's, he's a very different team, I get that. But I, th I really think, he, I thought he was going to be good. So I think he may have decided... And we'll find out in the next few weeks because some big games coming up for Chelsea. Mm. Cup final this week is a fine start to him. Will he pick him at the cup final? What do you think? Come on. Well, the sort of form he was in the last time we saw him, <laughs> no. But when, when when you consider what he's capable of, exactly. Yes, but so if, you, if but he's given up, he's given up on a one hundred million pound asset. But he's he's played Kai Havertz in midweek. He did okay, in my opinion. I didn't think it was as brilliant as people said. He did all right. He did all right. And uh, does he then say he Havertz? Oh, oh, having done all right, Kai, but. Well done. I'm leaving you out this week. The final, a big man's playing. I don't know what he does, but I think if he doesn't pick him for the final, then I think he may have given up on him. Wow. Guardiola, upset. Because, Your favourite manager. Well, upset because Conte Why? had a game plan. And Guardiola <laughs> criticised the fact that, that Spurs played on the break in transition. Isn't it the job of Guardiola to ensure that doesn't happen. Conti obviously had worked out, and, and, and we got a flavour of it from Son in his post-match interview, we worked on that in training. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily ball to cane, spin in, mm -hmm. but the, the, that, there was that. acres of room mm -hmm. in both full-back positions. Yes. So, you see, who's the smarter coach? For me, Conti. Conti all day long. Guardiola can't complain about that. Listen. Surely he's got to address it. If he's, if he's seen it happen once, and then it... Not that that was necessarily the case, because the next two goals, they really carved, I thought, carve good openings they but did. surely he's got to react to that that's the job of the coach isn't it a little yes. bit like Bielsa yeah I, I mean we watched that game and, and I thought Conte was terrific in the way he set his team up absolutely top class I said to you watching it early on I said look at the look at the height of the fullbacks look how high they do go up high up the pitch and, and that's the way they play but when you have the likes of Son and, and, and Kuzulevsky and, and Kane, like that triumvirate if you want at the top end that can really harm you they, they did brilliantly at that they sprung time and again uh, in those areas, caused them problems. Not often, but caused them problems a few times in the game. Uh, made, made them pay when they got chances. Equally good. But the thing about it is, teams are not going to go to Manchester City and just say, right, well, Pep wants us to play this way, <laughs> so let's do that so that he's got nothing to complain well, about. sadly, most do, don't they? And that's why they get beaten. They well, don't and go and front but them. But have you now noticed with we, we Guardiola as well? He'll come out with your team, he's beat 4 or 5 now, and they say, yeah, that was terrific. a good game, yeah. but the, the coach was terrific there, yeah. the way he plays his football. But Conte set up a team to do something, win a football match, frustrate them. They're, they're not a team without a set, they're a team without a set of forward. I think that showed graphically that night, by the way. Graphically. City? Yes. Yes. 
you, without you, a, you have a, said it without an ideal, from day one. Without a finisher. And before people start saying to me, but Liverpool don't really have a centre forward. But Liverpool have got what I would call goal scoring forwards in Manny and Salah and Jota. They're all goal scorers. If I look through, I don't see Phil Foden as a goal scorer. I don't see... Uh, Grealish. Grealish as a goal scorer. Um, you know, I see, Maris has done well this year. Um, Raheem Sterling, yeah, I can see Raheem getting his fair share of goals, but they don't have what Liverpool have. You know Salah or Mane or Jota is going to score because in, in any game, in any big game, because that's what they do. But you also know that players like Kane produce yes. at big moments Correct. in big games. Uh-huh. And he would have gone out there having had his head played with mm-hmm. by them in the summer, having been let down by them yeah. in the summer, thinking, oh yeah. And he made a statement. Yeah. See, Guardiola's got a problem upcoming, Richard, and I've said it to you in the big games from now to the rest of the season. Um, and Liverpool might not pan out like that because we know that Klopp likes his Liverpool team to play on the front foot. So you might not have the same complaint against Liverpool, but he's certainly going to play big games, whether it's Champions League and in the knockout stages or late on into the season in the Premier League, where he's going to come up against what he came up against with Tottenham. Although, I mean, if I noticed that the gaps in behind mm. fullbacks. Everybody else is going to have noticed it. That's mm. a certainty. So they've got it's up to them to say we either beat teams three or four and play like that, or if we don't, we have to say right, hold on a minute. Wow, this is not quite working our way. Uh, we need to just settle down a little bit and look for something different. Maybe encourage them on to us a little bit. You know, instead of just going all gung ho, give Spurs see, a bit of the ball. Give in Spurs my mind, that's good ball, coaching. Let them come on to you and then try and catch them on the, the transition yourself. Conti, um, we, I, I repeat again, we're recording Friday morning. There'll be a press conference today at Tottenham at which he says, well, maybe I was a little bit flat and perhaps I was misunderstood and, <laughs> and not everything um, was supposed to sound the yes. manner in which it was received. Well, yes, it was. Yeah. Um, is he working his passage? I, I, I've had a theory that he might yet end up at Old United, Trafford. United, I know you yeah. have. Um, um, uh, uh, do, do you get the feeling that, that he's had conversations? Because you can't... You, you can't go It's in. a difficult one. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, it, it, the day after, or the night of, and the day after City, he's, he spent most of the time lauding his players, telling them yes. how good they were, and how he, this was the best bunch of players he's ever worked with, and they all wanted to learn, and they all wanted to get better, and they were all uh, buying into his, his, his attitude and how he wants the team to play. And then four days later, he's battering them, saying, well, this is no good, they're rubbish, they've been here too long. If they don't have to go, and maybe it's the manager that has to go, and blah, blah, blah. And it was a real strange turn of events in three days. Now, whether his phone has been ringing or his agent's phone has been ringing and saying, listen, Antonio, um, hold fire. Um, we, we'd quite like you to be manager of Manchester United next season. I don't know. We know that these things happen in football. We're both, you and I, have been in it long enough to understand that these phone calls do take place. Mm. And Manchester United need a coach. Um, and even though Ranić got a good result in Madrid, fortuitously, I thought, um, I still don't think he's the man to take Manchester United on next season. I think they need someone better than Ranjik. <laughs> he do. does, and if he wins the European well, Cup, he's an absolute nailed-on certainty. Yeah. Well, I don't he? think he'll win the European. They could, but I don't think they will. No. That's what okay. I would say. Um, at number two, uh, article here by Sam Dean in The Telegraph, which rather sums up the way I've felt for a long time about this subject. Chelsea, weaponising loans sending players out to represent other Premier League clubs Mm -hmm. and perform against your title rivals, but not you. Chelsea have sent out 24 players (laughs) to Premier League clubs since 2016. 24. 
I, you've got three of them at the minute. Broca, Broca. you've got Gallagher, uh-huh. uh, and obviously you've got Chelsea's top scorer. Three players from Chelsea are amongst the top scorers in the Premier League at the moment. Mm. Two of them don't for the club. actually play for the club. No. I, 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 I just feel it, it, it distorts the competition it badly. Does. It if does. you want to loan players out, that's fine. Uh-huh. But to other leagues, Championship down yeah. or Europe, yeah. I, I just don't think it's sustainable. No. Or you let them play against their... Their, their their own club. Yeah. I mean, it's like last weekend. There's a classic example. We've got Chelsea go to Crystal Palace to play Crystal Palace. And Chelsea are not in great form at the moment. They scrap a 1-0. What would have happened if their best player at the moment, Conor Gallagher, was allowed to play? Well, he wasn't. <laughs> no. he, he didn't play against a team that was struggling that day. I mean, that's, that's the difference. That could be the difference between Chelsea being in the top four and not being in the top four. Mm. Those three points. And they were, they were earned on the back of Palace not being able to play their best player that they have at the moment because he's a Chelsea player. How does that work with the likes of Arsenal who are chasing, Man United who are chasing, or Wolves who are chasing? It's not right. No, it's not right. It's not right. But how do you do it then? How do you fix it? Is it simply a case of that, that the, the Premier League can turn around and just say, from now on, guys, no Premier League side can lend a player to yes, another Premier League side? Or you, you sell with a buyback. Uh-huh. Or you can play against your parent club. That's difficult, though, isn't it? Well, that is difficult. Can it's one of the, then, then it's one of the other two yeah. answers, isn't it? But yeah. at the moment, I just think it's wrong. I, I, I'm, I, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I would hate Conor Gallagher to have played against Chelsea, for instance. Let's take it for instance, right? And smashed in a couple of goals against <laughs> Chelsea. And Palace went 2 1, and Chelsea miss out in Europe by one goal. I mean, come on, <laughs> by that's, one point. That's, yeah, but how, what's he feeling like? Well, going back to Chelsea. I've done my job. You shouldn't have let me go in the first yeah, place. Yeah. Really? Ban it. Just ban it. You're right. Okay, at number three, and this is far too big for us to get into conversation about, but um, Russia's invasion of the Ooh, Ukraine. Yeah, yes. um, there are sporting ramifications. Yes, one is one is that the Champions League final may not now be played in the Gazprom it arena. Won't be. Won't well, be. we wait to see how, no, how things it cannot work. be. Cannot be played <laughs> well, there. You see... What about freezing the assets of Alicia Usmanov, who is the... Why pick an well, <laughs> I go there because the, the suggestion is that it's possible to do so. And yeah. yet with Roman Abramovich, whose football club sit in a very heavily Tory-dominated seat, Chelsea and Kensington, that, that, well, that's OK. We're not really going to do too I much about that. No, I, 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 I don't think you'll find Evertonian is very happy if that happens. Well, nor should they be. <laughs> no. But, but it, it's, it's, you know, I, I don't know if it's just all too late for this because this has been coming. This is not something no, think, that's just right, happened. Manchester think, United, two, two stories today. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're Aeroflot. flight sponsor, Aeroflot. Yeah. So the Daily Mirror are reporting... They've they've dropped the deal. Telegraph are saying no, they haven't. No, they haven't. No, no I, I, this morning they hadn't, and that's for, that's for sure. What I think is interesting, right? Is what I mean. I think there's is there a moral judgment to be made here for you, or is it purely financial? Let me ask you that. I, 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 Let I, me say, Schalke, for instance, have dismissed their yeah. uh, sponsor, Gazprom. Gazprom. They've said no off the shirt as of now. United still are not they saying are anything. They are lead sponsor of the Champions League. They are, they are, the Russians, putting more money into the revamped mm-hmm. formula going forward than yeah, anybody else. Yeah. But so, so. so that's what I'm saying. So the, I think that UEFA will, will take the Champions League final away from there. I also am curious just to see is what FIFA do because I'm, I'm more worried about the head of FIFA than I am about the head of UEFA, if I'm being totally honest with you, <laughs> and making a moral decision. Because <laughs> the countries involved, I think it's Sweden... <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, check, the playoffs, the public, you mean. check the public. Yeah. Yeah. And one other. Yeah. Who are all have the possibility of playing in Russia yes. in four weeks' time have all said they're not going to play. Yeah, that is now, correct. Now, that's a massive thing for Infantino we have to deal with. Yeah. Um, and then he's got the problem with... Poland, Sweden, Czech Republic. There yeah. And then you've got the problem with my own country, Scotland. We're scheduled to play Ukraine on the 24th of mm. March. Mm. Ukrainian league's been suspended. Okay, I guess the vast majority of the players play abroad. I guess. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't... Don't set that in stone. I'm sure there are a lot of players playing in Ukraine who play for the national sides, who won't play football for a month. It's interesting because this weekend, uh, Premier League clubs will be out to show their support mm -hmm. for the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. um, flying in the face of previous understandings at yes. uh, the Premier League, that they don't want to go down this line of political, political. support yes, for anybody. Exactly. But, but we've already done that, I suppose. My, my question is, where does it end? Well, that's always been your question, and it's a pretty good one. Mm. To which I don't think anyone's given us an no. answer yet. At number four, do you remember Mario Basler? Mario Basler, German international footballer, who uh, scored the first goal against Manchester United when they played Bayern Munich. In the Champions League final? Uh, yes. The one in Barcelona uh, when they yeah, won it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, part of the German side that won the 1996 European Championships. Wow. He's kind of slipped off the radar. Yeah, he played see. squash with his mate this week. And his mate is a supporter of FC Turguka, <laughs> uh, a League 8 team in Germany. Um, the bet was, if I beat you, you've got to take the job as coach. <laughs> <laughs> He starts on Tuesday <laughs> without taking a salary. It's an honour for us that Mario Basler is joining us as coach on a voluntary basis, the club said yesterday. What a great story. Well, as is, I've got a funny feel. Mario might have been sitting there himself thinking, well, I haven't done much for a couple of years. So what's that? If you beat me, I have to become your coach. Okay. Do you think he threw the game? <laughs> well, for, for no money, though. I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's... He's back in the game. Well, Sparky. Back welcome back, Sparky. Exactly. But my four goodness. years? I didn't realise he's been out of Bradford. job for four years. Bradford. But four years. I know. Where's he been? I understand what he's saying, that he's not ready for the game to retire him. I get that, totally. Uh -huh. uh, he misses match day. Yeah. Uh, Mark Bowen is not going in with him. I think Glenn Hodges is uh, is the oh, number two. So is that well, I don't think Bo fancied it too much either, Andy. Yeah. Um, the, the money's nothing. an issue. Well, yeah. be anything. The money's an issue. And at nothing. number five, and this is really... Um, uh, for you specifically oh. because of uh, your daughter's interest in this sport um, uh, Andy Dunn last week it's an old favourite that comes around every time the handicapper rates double the Grash Na uh, Grand, National Grand National winner Tiger Roll yeah? uh -huh. um, but Ryanair boss Michael O'Leary having a meltdown over excess weight is the ultimate definition of irony <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very good. I like that. Yeah. Isn't it really? Oh, blame me, you're an ounce overweight. How much? An ounce, right? Baggage, extra baggage. £200. It's only an ounce. I don't care. It's just, I, I read that thought. That's just brilliant. I oh, mean, how can he have a complaint about any of that? I know. Oh, come on. That's a belter. Uh, thank you for your company. Uh, now you've found us, you can uh, tell your mates, I hope, uh, spread the word. You can find us at Keys and Grey, Keys A-N-D, Grey Pod. Um, we're available on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, thanks to the Wheels of Steel here that Luis operates on a fairly yeah, yeah, regular yes, basis. Yes. I mean, listening, He's terrific. listeners have reacted enormously encouragingly, Andy, and, and we're running away with uh, numbers now. So well done, Luis. Well done, Luis. Well, he makes it sound good. He does.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.